Our purpose for the year 2011 is to know the Lord better. Uh, and in this connection, I want us to study Philippians uh, chapter 3, which is what Apostle Paul advises us in connection with knowing the Lord better. If you have your uh, Bibles, follow it with me. Otherwise, pay attention. Okay. Chapter 3, verse 7. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is true faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his suffering, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. And so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Jesus Christ took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of this. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenwards in Christ Jesus. Uh, a Christian famous writer says the following words. The only treasure that is worth us following and to suffer for it is the purpose. Uh, 
and he wants us to focus ourselves on one particular purpose. Without having a desired purpose in our lives, we can never have a blessed life. The person who does not have a purpose in his life can never feel happy. And here, Apostle Paul talks about having a purpose. And his highest, the highest purpose in his life is what he He says that his purpose consists of three parts. And until the end of my days, I will follow those three things. The first is for me to know my Lord. To know his personality, his person. Uh, to become like him in his suffering and in his death. Uh, to feel the power of his resurrection. And his second purpose is to live in him, to be found in him. And his third desire is to be like Jesus. Jesus Christ was the focal point of his life. Jesus Christ was like the candle that the butterfly was circling it. Uh, Jesus Christ is the sun that the whole galaxy is revolving around it. And the Apostle Paul likens Jesus to an ocean with so much depth that Paul as yet had not achieved that yet. And he said, even now I don't know him as I should. If that was what Paul said, what about wretched us? If Apostle Paul, being who he was, says, I don't know Jesus well enough, what can we say? One day I asked somebody, do you read your Bible every day? I have read the book many times. Let those who've never read it before read the book. I asked him, do you pray every day? His reply was, Brother Edward, I have prayed so much. It's enough. Enough is enough. Let others who haven't prayed pray. Then I asked him, do you eat food every day? Of course I do. <laughs> You've had so many portions of food up to now. Surely it's enough. Do you go to bed every night? Of course I have to sleep. I get tired. Up till now you've slept so much, stop sleeping. <laughs> Sleep once until eternity. In exactly the same way as our physical body needs to have nourishment and rest, 
our physical, our spiritual body needs to grow in the Lord and know Him better. And the Apostle Paul says that this is my eternal purpose and desire. This is the most valuable purpose to have. And I am prepared to pay any kind of price for it. If you want to go to the market to purchase something uh, trivial, uh, it's not a designer item, it's just Or you want to go to a charity shop to get it Or go to a one pound shop. Naturally, you will be able to find some things there. And what you pay for is what you get. I see some sisters carrying handbags that they are worth at least a thousand pounds. Uh, and they're very proud of this handbag and they get several of them so that they can have a change of handbags. God bless them so that they can buy more and more. However, if we want to purchase something valuable, we have to pay a bigger price for it. And Jesus has given us an example. Uh, the... Um, Heaven of God is like a man who was searching for valuable treasures. And he found a piece of land that contained an expensive uh, pearl. Uh, the value of that uh, pearl was very high. And he sold all he had, all his belongings, in order to be able to purchase that land that contained that valuable pearl. Jesus Christ is the pearl in our lives. He is the diamond that we are searching. Uh, and Apostle Paul uh, mentions in chapter 3, don't be anxious, I'm not going to do the whole chapter, only two sections. I said, uh, Apostle Paul here says that I pay seven different types of price to attain to that, or I follow seven different directions to attain to what I'm looking for. If our desire and purpose is to know the Lord, like Apostle Paul, we have to pay a price for it. It is not something that we can attain easily. Truly, if we want to know the Lord more, and enjoy fellowshipping with Him, not to become bored through following him. So that Christian life does not become monotonous and boring for us. So that Christ will always have a freshness for us.
like Papa said, who had spent over 70 years with Jesus and he was still in love with him. Anyone who knew him, Armenian, English, Iranian, they said that this man is in love with Jesus. As well, the people who have been martyred for their faith and those who are in prison for their faith, they are in love with Jesus. And if one of them declares this part from the Bible, Ashadu Allah, Rahimullah, they will be freed. Muhammad Rasulullah, they will be freed from prison. Uh, not only they will free them, they will give them a lot of benefits. Uh, in our morning meeting, we had the head of Sat7 uh, television channel here. Uh, he's a young lady. He gave, she gave her testimony who's come from an Islamic background. <laughs> Uh, in a particular environment, when they realized that I have converted from Islam to Christianity, they told me the following. Uh, in Tunisia, Muslims said this to her. If you return and become a Muslim again, in your bank account, we will put as much as you want, as much money as you want. In the second place, we will find and give you the most good-looking husband. And the third was, wherever you want in the world, we will buy you the most beautiful house for you to live in. On the contrary, when somebody becomes a Christian these days, none of these benefits are there. In fact, the opposite. The same was true of Apostle Paul. He said, the first price that I pay for Christ, what is it? That was worthwhile for me in the past. I consider it a total loss. It's a beautiful word. Who says this? An ordinary person? First of all, he was a very learned person. He had the highest education of his time. Uh, he was a very prestigious person and well-liked and respected in his community. Uh, 
Uh, not only he was very f uh, well familiar with the Hebrew culture and tradition, he was also very familiar with the Roman culture and the Greek culture and tradition. He had a very prominent position amongst the Hebrews. Uh, and they said that it was very likely that in the government, in the parliament of uh, uh, Israel, he was a high-position diplomat. He was very proud of his people and his education. However, However, a man like Paul, who had all this prestige, all this recognition, all this prominence, he was prepared to consider them all a loss. If any of these things were intervening in, becoming, in him becoming closer to his purpose, he was prepared to put them aside. Uh, when he was in Ephesus, they prophesied for him that if you go to Jerusalem, you will be captured and put in prison. However, he declared that I consider all this uh, I don't love my person. On the contrary, I'm prepared joyfully to serve the Lord until I attain to my purpose. <laughs> Sadly, nowadays many people, <clears throat> not only they're not prepared to consider all these things a loss, the things that are bad for them, they are reluctant to let go. <laughs> We tell them that this cigarette is bad for you, but they continue to smoke. Your friends are harmful for you, but is reluctant to leave their circle. This habit is bad for you, but he considers that habit a gain for himself. But what does Apostle Paul say? Even that which was not a sin and was a gain for me, if it's going to get in the way of my reaching to my goal and purpose, I consider it a loss. Let me share a very interesting uh, testimony for you from a persecuted person from many years ago. Uh, some of you know about Isfahan or have visited it. Uh, somebody from the bazaar of Isfahan, from the market, they uh, repented. A very wealthy person. And his community and background, they were very staunch Muslims. This was during the Shah of Iran. Um, the government did not persecute him, but this was during the Shah, but his family relatives did. Uh, even hit him. The wife left him and went, returned to her parents. 
who took the children. Uh, they disrespected him. They ignored him. Uh, they put the words around Sam, don't buy anything from his shop so that he goes back from uh, They used to ignore him, not uh, say hello to him when he greeted them. Uh, he lived like this for four years. And this man stood strong in his faith. He considered all his gain a loss for Jesus Christ. After four years, the rest were tired, yet he was standing strong. What else can we do? Okay, let's accept him. They changed their ways. Uh, they did a banquet one night. And in this banquet, they apologized. They thought that maybe through showing him love and respect, they might get him back to his home. After dinner, they put this question to him. Uh, whatever we did, we could not bring you back. Please tell us what was the reason that you considered all your gain a loss and you did not deny it. What have you found that you have given away everything else? We're not going to leave we're going to leave you alone, we're not going to persecute you. But tell us, is there a secret? Is there something you know that we don't know? You know what he replied Pay close attention. In this world, every human being uh, tries for four different purposes. Uh, and you who are here, every one of you, lives in our physical body for these four purposes. The first one is to have money. What is it that some people won't do for money? A brother will kill his brother for money. Everybody's running after money. You know, when I became a Christian, not only I did not receive money, on the contrary, the Church taught me that I have to give gifts, I have to give my tithe. Uh, although I was becoming bankrupt, I was supporting the church. So it's not because of money. The second one is the spouse. And, uh, you know, when people fall in love, they are prepared for their loved one to even change their faith. Yes, he take work Christian over When I became a Christian, in the wash mekanoch kostum chitvan. They did not promise me any wives. Christian ya ucham mech baz makin ucham chitvan. You cannot have several wives in Christianity. Bajan velechka. There is no divorce in Christianity. Kong concubine. You cannot even have concubine in Christian. Life. All those things that exist in Islam don't exist in Christianity. Uh, 
And not only that, my wife left and went back to her parents for many years. Uh, but yeah. I was patient, I persevered until my wife and the children So, to have a wife was not the reason why the, sec- the third position, the third one is position. Some people nowadays to have a high position will do anything. Uh, you tell an ordinary person, if you become a Christian, you will be the head of this organization. And everyone will bow to you. Everyone will respect you. You will rise to a very high position. Now these people are prepared to do almost anything for a higher position. You do realize when I became a Christian, not only I did not get a higher position, but whatever respect and honor I have, I lost. My employees were ignoring me. They would not greet me. And uh, if I had a cup of uh, tea somewhere, they used to make sure you rinse his cup well, that's unclean. I had no respect amongst people. Uh, I was treated very badly. They used to point to me. And I was a respected person and I became somebody dishonored and ignored. So it wasn't because of a higher position Mar- that I, became, I did not get a physical position. The fourth one is the job. Someone who is unemployed. If unemployed, they tell him that you come and become a Christian or a Muslim and you will have a good job until your end of your life. And you will make progress. Nobody will expel you from your business. When I became a Christian, I lost even my job. And the church had no job to offer me. Not money. Not position. Not wife. Not jobs. The whole world is focused on these four things. The fifth reason that we attracted me so much that because of that I was prepared to put aside these four things. We are very interested to know what was that fifth thing that took your attention to this. Do you want to know? He opened the Roman chapters of eight. What can separate you from the love of Jesus Christ? Suffering? Uh, difficulty? Uh, uh, wretchedness, Bandı, prison, 
در پرت سوی حالات من کنره. Different persecution. وچ میوش شیکار و گیندی کریستوسی سریت باجانی. No power can separate me from این کان سیرار و نمیرا براب. I love him so much. این کانیم تاتار کوچونه لسریله. He has filled my void to such an extent. برای پاتراست میگلش چورسات کاری ور پانری تانس نم پس نرانیش تانس نم. That I have been prepared to put aside these four things and not put aside what I have. یه ویلا بکاو چونه استسلکت. And he finished his testimony. Before I became a follower of Jesus Christ, I had everything, yet I had nothing. But now that I follow Jesus Christ, physically I have nothing. But in reality, I have gained the lot. I have gained the most valuable treasure. Apostle Paul says, I'm prepared to pay the second price. In verse 8. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord. For whose sake I have lost all things, I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ. Rubbish, In another translation, it likens the rubbish I to think excrement. A mighty man like Paul. A very prominent, respectful person. How much they disrespect him. They flogged him time and time again. Uh, they sniggered at him. They blasphemed at him. They said, you are a spy. <laughs> you are an English spy. And now that's what they're saying to the believers. The man has seen a vision and through that vision he's become a Christian and the government is saying English people have come and have converted <laughs> If English were so able, they would convert some of their own people to Christianity. People are disgusted with Islam, tired with Islam, they've fallen in love with Jesus, and the government is saying that the English have done this. They said the same thing to Apostle Paul. This is against the law. Uh, he is a uh, man of government. He has come to create confusion. See, he is against Caesar, he is against Rome. Did they not say the same things about Jesus? They said to Pilate, if you do not crucify Jesus, you are not a friend of the Caesar. The same uh, persecution was then, and it is also <laughs> But the Apostle Paul says that because of Jesus Christ, I'm prepared to consider <coughs> because he is so precious 
I am I'm prepared to leave aside everything for him. And Jesus Christ teaches us this way. Whoever wants to follow me, he has to be prepared if they get in the way to put aside his father, mother, brother, sister, children, wife, husband. Otherwise he cannot be a disciple of mine. <laughs> By the same token, the one who wants to follow me has to deny himself, take his cross and follow me. Because he is not worthy to be a disciple of mine. And he continues to say, say that a person, if he cannot deny all he has, he cannot follow me and be a disciple of Jesus was not a person of compromise. He was very direct. When he was speaking, people had to decide. They had to make up their ones. They wanted to follow Jesus or follow the world. Many people to, uh, nowadays are not aware what it means to take their cross and follow Jesus. <laughs> if somebody doesn't like someone, they say, this person is the cross I have to bear. <laughs> somebody came to me and said, the cross I have to carry is very heavy. Please pray for me. <laughs> Who is the cross that is so heavy? My mother-in-law. <laughs> So in other words, you are saying that what Jesus was saying in the word of God is that if you want to follow me, uh, put your mother-in-law to one side and come. Which chapter and verse have you got this meaning? Carrying your cross means to sacrifice yourself and give yourself up for him. Deny yourself. To see the old man on the mountain of Jolgota. To see your old self crucified. To have, to have a spirit of denial against worldly things if they get in the way of following Jesus. And if it's needed even to be prepared to sacrifice your body Apostle, Apostle Paul says to reach that purpose and prepare to consider everything rubbish. Today we talked about two of the things, the rest I will continue in other <laughs> In England we are not under persecution. Uh, in one way we are very, um, we are strangers to those who are unbelievers. How much are we prepared to pay price for Jesus? <laughs> to what extent are we prepared to consider all things rubbish in order to get to our purpose? 
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I beg you to open the spiritual eyes. And help us to be prepared to pay any kind of price in order to follow you. Father, help us uh, to know you better and to make that our highest goal. And give us the ability and the power to understand how valuable you are. If and when necessary, the things that get in the way of us knowing you better help us to be able to deny those. <coughs> Uh, nowadays our loved brothers and sisters are being persecuted and we should be ashamed if we are not prepared to pay any price in order to follow you. We truly beg you, Father, if there is anything that hinders our following you completely, let us consider those things rubbish. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Silvia, have you any new songs? Or one of them? Yes. Come and could I have the first slide up, please?
kişinin orta. The grace of our Jesus Christ. The love of the Father. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit with us. Amen. Amen.